You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hello, I'm Joey Wright, and welcome to another episode of Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. This week, me and sports editor Matt Daniels ventured out to Muhammad and Muhammad Seymour High School, where one of the best wrestling programs in the area resides, that being Rob Ledden's Grapplers. We talked with 195-pounder Mateo Casillas, 113-pounder Caden Hatton, and 182-pounder Brendan Hauser. The trio, all seniors, have had a lot of success. Each have wrestled since the age of four. And they are a big reason why Muhammad Seymour can zero in on 1,000 wins over the next couple of days. Appreciate their time. It was a lot of fun to talk with them. At the end of the program, me and Matt break down the Illinois State Football Championships moving to Bloomington Normal and basketball as well. This is Extra Prep. More coming up right after this. Lauren Tate, Matt Daniels, Scott Ritchie, Colin Likas, and Bob Osmussen drive the definitive Illini Sports Portal, IlliniHQ.com. Your place for nonstop Illini coverage as it happens. All day, all night, all weekend. Your access to unparalleled Illini coverage is so easy at just over a dime a day. All of this for only $3.99 per month. Go to news-gazette.com now, click on the word subscribe, and get the instant Illini information anytime. Go Illini! Hello and welcome to Extra Prep. We are in Muhammad today, Muhammad Seymour High School, home of the Bulldogs, and one of the best wrestling programs, not only in our area, but uh, a program that holds its own across the state when you look at tradition. That, of course, being Muhammad Seymour Wrestling. Joey Wright and Matt Daniels in with you. And Matt, in just a second, we'll talk with head coach Rob Ledden, Mateo Casillas, Caden Hatton, and Brendan Hauser. And uh, the, the trio, they're all seniors, 195 pounds, 113 pounds, and 182 pounds, respectively. They, they got a lot of talent, and they've all been wrestling since the, the young age of four. Yeah, exactly. Found out that little nugget in our, our nice uh, sit-down with them. And uh, like you said, Joey, Muhammad Seymour Wrestling, kind of the the gold standard in, in our coverage area, uh, just as far as the tradition that they have and, and the numbers that they bring out each and every winter, and uh, just Really curious to, to get kind of an inside look at the, the program that they have here at Muhammad Seymour and, and why it's been so successful. And kudos, too, for the Bulldogs as well. They they go around the, the whole state. They're actually going to Wisconsin next month, uh, early January, for a big uh, big meetup in La Crosse, Wisconsin. They went to Montana last season to open the open the season. So they uh, they take their wrestling seriously here in, in Muhammad, and it shows on the mat, too. They've, they're Like I said, they're one of the more successful programs. And... Each and every year have a sizable contingent at State Farm Center in Champaign for the HSA individual state finals. And then, lo and behold, they're usually wrestling at the, the dual team state tournament uh, or after the, the individual state finals as well. So, yeah, just kind of a, a great program here and uh, eager to hear what uh, Rob Layden and his, his trio of wrestlers have to say. It's a good interview. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Uh, and 
At the end of the show, we'll talk a little IHSA football as well, also dive into some area basketball teams that have uh, had a lot of success on the hardwood here over the course of the young season. So a uh, quick break coming up here. You're listening to Extra Prep. We're back at Mohammed Seymour High School after this. Transfer Portal, NIL, recruiting, covering University of Illinois athletics has become a 24 hours a day, 365 days per year endeavor. It is as important as ever to be able to follow U of I athletics. For just 17 cents per day, Illini HQ digital subscribers have access to U of I athletics articles from Scott Ritchie, Matt Daniels, Bob Osmussen, Colin Likas, and of course, Lauren Tate. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe to sign up for an Illini HQ digital subscription today. Go Illini. Welcome back to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. We are in Muhammad this week, and appreciate the time of Muhammad Seymour Wrestling for, for joining us. We've got head coach Rob Ledden, senior Mateo Casillas, 195-pounder, 113-pounder Caden Hatton, another senior, and uh, I guess it's a trio of seniors, uh, Brennan Hauser. In the 182-pound weight class, Caden, you've got the mic, so we'll start there. Thanks for joining us today. What what class did we get you out of today? Uh, I'm actually in study hall right now, so, okay. so you're <laughs> doing a little much. bit of work while you're in study hall, I guess. Uh, so. I was playing Fortnite, so <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Telling it like it is. There it is. Like it. Reminds yeah. me of me in high school. Uh, I guess just Caden, uh, wrestling season's been going on for a few weeks or so. Uh, just kind of give us an overall assessment of, of how you guys are feeling about this season and, and what's been going well for you guys. Yeah, so uh, we've been we've been doing really well. <laughs> uh, we had uh, our first duel a few weeks ago at mm. O'Fallon with uh, Edwardsville, mm. O'Fallon, and. Collinsville. Collinsville, right. And, yeah, we won all three of those. Then last weekend we went to um, Nequa Valley. We ended up winning the team as a tournament and had four people uh, mm-hmm. win it all. So, yeah. yeah. Then the other weekend we had uh, Glenwood and mm-hmm. Centennial. Centennial, right. And, uh, yeah, we uh, ended up losing against Glenwood, but we see them again in two weeks. So, we're hoping for a better outcome there. Uh, I guess, Rob, uh, you've been to lots of different parts of the state already, went down the Metro East area up in the Chicago suburbs. I know you're going to go back down to the Metro East area uh, right after Christmas, uh, Granite City, the Red Schmidt Invitational. Just what's kind of your philosophy when it comes to scheduling each and every season for, for this program at all? Well, it's uh, it's difficult because, you know, we can't travel a lot during the week. I mean, you know, you don't want them out too late. Our conference is already pretty spread out, Effingham being quite the ride. So I try to make our weekends very meaningful. So we're going to Bloomington this weekend, as an example. We're going to see uh, five different teams. Um, we're going to see Pekin, Triad, Granite City, um, Trying to think who the, the, the last two are. <laughs> Belleville East. Okay. Belleville East is a good one, and then Mascuda. And and so in that particular one, since I since we see Triad, um, I think Mascuda has gone to Granite City as well. But you're not seeing them in a dual meet setting. You're not seeing them more than one time during the year. And since they're a sectional type of uh, you know team, we want to definitely have our wrestlers see them before we get to the sectional, where yeah. now we're trying to qualify for the state tournament. So. Yeah, I, I try to, you know, spread us out. We've been up the Nequa Valley, a primarily 3A tournament. I, I, you know, a lot of top 3A schools. 
Montini, Marian Catholic, of course, Nico Valley hosting it. Um, Gurney um, was there. Uh, Warren, mm-hmm. Warren ended up, I think, second in that tournament. So, it was, you know, our our thought process is let's really go test our medal against some larger schools, and we ended up winning it all. So that was a, a you know a, a great tournament. Uh, we had a little bit of a you know a lag on Tuesday where I, I could tell we just didn't have the energy and. And, you know, there's been sickness going through our room. I'm not making that as an excuse, but we're probably not 100%, um, you know, right now. And, and Glenwood's a good team, and you can't, you can't have those things happen against a good team. And, they, you know, they took it to us in every swing match. And so we're really looking forward to seeing them again because we could see them again in the sectional dual team even after that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Obviously, Mateo, you've been with the program for, for some time. Is it hard to believe you're a senior now and this is kind of your final go-around uh, on the wrestling mat at all? Um, it's definitely a bittersweet moment. I mean, I've been dreaming of it for my whole life, wrestling your senior year. Um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck after. I mean, just the bonds that I've made and just, I mean, the sport itself is just it's so hard not to love. So just not being around it will definitely be hard. But I definitely am excited for senior year and excited to see what's going to happen. Brendan, you and Mateo come into wrestling season off a successful football season. You guys played a lot of games, uh, won a lot of games. Well, what's that transition like for you? Um, and, you know, here we are December 8th. You know, you guys are kind of well into the wrestling season by now. We're settling in. But what's that transition like from the gridiron to the mat? Uh, definitely the biggest transition is getting in wrestling shape because, mm-hmm. I mean, football is tough and all, but it's nothing like wrestling. And – uh, what 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 is the difference between football shape and <clears throat> wrestling shape? We've talked with some basketball players uh, last couple weeks about you know football shape to basketball shape, but I know football and wrestling, even though it's kind of a different uh, build you need, you know the the two sports do share a little bit, right? In terms yeah. of of what you need. Uh, football, you have like maybe seven eight seconds in a play, mm-hmm. and then you wait for the offense to. <laughs> To, to on off to play on again, on, right. I mean, but wrestling most of the time, especially the way I wrestle, it's just go 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 go, and I mean, your body's not used to that. Whenever you've been doing football for three four months, Brendan, when did you start wrestling? When I was four years old. Why do you like it? Uh, I've heard some wrestlers and I've heard area coaches tell me in the past too that man. Wrestling sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a hard, grueling sport with, you know, uh, just not a lot of fun, not yeah. a lot of bright lights. What what keeps what kept you going in the sport? Honestly, besides I besides the chance to have this podcast you're seeing here. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I feel like the reason why I love it so much is because it sucks. <laughs> because it's I mean, it's a grind. Mm-hmm. Um it it consumes your life. Mm-hmm. It makes i mean and on the bright side like it makes me a better person mm-hmm. being around a coach like Ledden, coach acre having i mean this year 60 brothers mm-hmm. i mean it just all around shapes you and i love it i mean i love being on the mat gotcha. yeah. what caden what is because uh, we talk about how hard this sport is um 
I, I know in my brief wrestling career, <laughs> I, I didn't win a lot. I, I didn't go past the first round a lot. But what is it like when you do uh, seal that big pin or, or you, you get a win on points? What's it like? Because I know it's such a hard sport to, to find success in. What's it like when you you have that success and you win a match? Oh, yeah. It feels awesome to win, especially when you're in a close duel and it's close and you just get that big pin and secure the duel. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. Um. I hate losing. <laughs> um, you need that, right? You yeah. need that, that drive. Every time I lose, I get pretty pretty mad. So it's it's always exciting to get a good win. Kaden, when did you start wrestling? Also when I was four. What, uh, what made you stick with the sport? Same thing. I mean, it sucks. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I love it. I mean, it, it's not that it sucks. It's just the cut and weight part and mm-hmm. hard practices. But... I always love competition and succeeding. So, Caden, yeah. what is your diet like during season for a 113-pounder? Take me through a day in the life of Caden Hatton and, and what you eat from the time you wake up in the morning to the time you put your head on the pillow at night. You want me to lie to you? You want me to be honest? <laughs> no, Whatever you want to do, the microphone's yours. You got your head coach right here. So, well, Honestly, at the beginning of the year, I always tell, me, tell myself I'm going to maintain. I'm going to stay around that way. But every time I'm cutting – right when I either the next day or right after I weigh in I just start eating and drinking everything and I'm always like eight pounds over after so <laughs> then I usually usually about three days before the mat my next competition I start getting in a routine where I'm eating a good breakfast mm-hmm. then make sure I'm drinking water and just eating light mm-hmm. eating healthy and yeah Rob what is that like because that's a component of coaching that you know a football coach doesn't have to worry about a baseball coach a basketball coach i mean diet nutrition and making weight is such a huge part of your sport how do you how have you in your years of coaching just kind of handled that aspect well i think for a long time wrestling has gotten a bad rap because of the you know the weight cut part of it and i and i'm not saying that there wasn't bad things happening many years ago and, mm-hmm. and maybe even still happening now. And I know there are people doing it the, what we call the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you, you, it becomes a lifestyle. Uh, Stephen Neal, former three-time national champ out of Cal State Bakersfield and Patriot three-time Super Bowl winner, you know, he, he talked about how it's a lifestyle and how you have to really, if you want to be good in our sport, have to do all the right things. But at the same time, if you looked at Michael Jordan – and look what he was doing on a daily basis, how he was training, how he was eating, how he, you know, any of the top guys in the world in any sport have to make it a lifestyle. And, and that that's what I think, you know, when these guys say, yeah, it sucks, whatever, but, but it, it gives you a discipline like un, un, unlike anything else. You're controlling your body. You're, you know what you're putting in your body. You know what you're doing. You know how you're training. You know, I've been preaching a lot of sleep, especially with the sicknesses going around right now and illness and you know, make sure you're getting your eight hours of sleep. Make sure you're getting your REM cycles and, you know, and all those type of things because it all does play into it. And so, um, you know, the bad part about being a high school wrestler is you're in a Petri dish in that building every day. <laughs> so it's it's kind of hard not to pick up something somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. where I know when I was in college, I, even though you're in classes, et cetera, um, 
you know, it's, it's a little bit more isolated and you're not yeah. walking halls and eating with people in a large cafeteria and those type of things. So it just, you know, it's, it's definitely a lifestyle and it's something that you have to look for. I'm not a weight cut coach. I tell those guys, you tell me what weight you want to go, where you're going to wrestle off. I have suggestions sometimes for people, but they kind of figure it out. And, um, you know, and, and if they're doing it wrong, it'll show. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we can make those adjustments as we go. Mm-hmm. Mateo, how close is this locker room? I know wrestling is is uh, certainly the basketball teams we talk to, the football teams, whatever. They've got close bonds. They're a tight-knit group, but uh, I know wrestling, that locker room, it, it can be an extra special kind of bond, right? How, how close is this team? Um, I definitely would say it's a special bond. I mean, we're seeing each other probably 14 hours a day. I mean, we're, we're getting mm-hmm. up, getting here at 6.30. We're not leaving until 5.30, 5.45 every day. So we're we're around each other all the time. We we get super close, and I think it's a bond just as similar as, as football, if not more. Mateo, did you start wrestling at four, like Caden and, and Brennan? I did as well. Oh, um, <laughs> I, my uh, when I was an infant, my mom would bring me to uh, to my dad's wrestling practices when he would coach. So mm-hmm. just kind of grew up around the sport. Mm-hmm. Rob, take us through for the the novice wrestling fan out there. What a typical Saturday is like. Say next month when you guys host the Marty Williams Invitational, what what do what do these athletes have to do to to get ready to make weight to get everything going before the wrestling actually gets going? Because that's a process in and of itself too. Yeah, I mean for our for the Marty Williams, it's it's even extra because we got to set up yeah. those ten mats, <laughs> and so uh, we have the Army National Guard. Definitely give them a plug to helping us out bringing eight mats over from Springfield. Um, but we got to set them up. We got to tear them down, you know, trying to get the, the school staff uh, on board, you know, when they deliver, you know, because when the Army shows up, you, <laughs> you got to get your kids out of class and go help and those type of things. So we're here, you know, we, we still practice on that Friday because, you know, they got to make weight the next day as well. Mm-hmm. But we're here, you know, we try to get it done in a couple hours and hopefully get them home and they can get a, you know, a light meal in them and, and get to bed and wake up. But yeah, I usually have them here. Wayne is, is about 7 o'clock, so I try to get them here a half hour before just in case. Uh, luckily, we're on our home scale, so we know what, you know, what it is. Um, where a lot of times when we go to other places, we don't know what it's going to be. You know, we went down to O'Fallon, and it was heavy. You know, we went over to Nequa Valley, and it was light, you know, so compared to our scale. So, you know, that's, that's part of it. Uh, once, you know, once they've weighed in uh, at our tournament, our, um, my wife who runs our pin pals, they make a breakfast for us, which is really nice. So it's a nice little tradition that we do here, uh, having the team breakfast. And then, uh, we, you know, once that's over, we get, we're, they're getting warmed up and we're wrestling nine, nine thirty, And, um, it's an all day affair. Each wrestler, we try to get five matches. We go pull the bracket. So they're getting two matches in a pool and then three matches in a bracket. And, um, uh, you know, the the bracket's a little tougher because, you know, the top guys are in that top bracket, yeah. you know, middle. But but I like the format because, you know, not everyone is going to be a top guy every time. And so they're getting the wrestle-liked style wrestlers. So we I like that format. I actually stole it from Sycamore when we were going up there. And, <laughs> and, and that's the type of tournament we go to. Granite City is similar, but it's two days. So you're getting a, a pool where you wrestle five times on a Friday. And then you're wrestling in a bracket the next day, so you can get up to nine matches yeah, if wow. you lose in the in the bracket because you got to get that extra match in the wrestle back. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 a grind of a couple days. Yeah. You know, uh, basketball. You know, you know, when they do a tournament, if they're playing more than one game, a game day, in a day, considered a lot. That's yeah. that's considered a lot. <laughs> well, we're doing five matches a day. You know, when we go to those tournaments, and that's 
that's that's a lot. Mateo, do you like to hang it over some of your football teammates' heads at all? Like, say, a Wyatt Bomb or uh, other multi-sport athletes here and say, hey, what are you doing in the winter? I'm I'm wrestling. You're just playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's definitely a joke that me, Brennan, and Caden definitely pass around a lot <laughs> with the basketball players. I mean – we kind of call it the sissy sport <laughs> in, in, a, in a sense, and we call wrestling the real man sport. But uh, lunch sometimes we'll mess around and mess with them a little bit. Kanan, what is it like to wrestle for such a tradition-rich program like it is here at Muhammad Seymour and uh, you know what the standards are and, and what it's been in the past at all? Is there any extra pressure when you step it on the mat at all or, or walk the hallways of the school, or is it just kind of you kind of tune that out at all? Um, yeah, I mean, I've wrestled here my whole life, so I don't really know what anything else is really like, but I know Muhammad has one of the best programs around, so it's always good when people ask you where you wrestle and you say Muhammad, and they're like, oh, wow, how's it like there? (laughs) (laughs) It's always, it's always good. Brennan, I want to backtrack a little bit, uh, you know, talking about uh, some of these events you go to where you can have five matches in a day, you know, nine matches over the course of uh, a weekend. If things break a certain way, how do you prepare for a tournament like that versus uh, a, a dual meet? You know, you guys have some where, uh, like next week, you, you guys will just go, you know, go up against Clinton and that's it. You know, one match versus nine. How do you get ready? Um, well, I guess, I mean, we we have – pretty tough practices throughout the week mm-hmm. and I mean coach says it all the time like practices should be the like the the easy thing and competing should or practices should be the hard thing and, <laughs> right and competing <laughs> should be the easy thing and I, I believe that because I mean sometimes I practice will wrestle three matches with all overtimes I mean and then the next day we'll wrestle two I mean I don't yeah how about this and we can open the floor to all you guys least favorite thing to do at practice is it running stairs is it running i know we've got rob right here so we're going <laughs> to learn a lot about uh things we, you know what's because uh, i know i know practices can be intense right especially if you're trying to make weight or you know what's uh what, what's one thing you guys do that you're like oh man uh definitely whenever we have like uh our th- three-man bowls and we have to do uh the, the heck is that the, the five <laughs> stair loops but uh yeah uh three man bowl is like you have three people and then two two people will obviously wrestle and then one guy will go two and then he'll sit one okay so it's just kind of a rotation but when you're that guy out you gotta run you gotta run stairs sometimes okay and that and those are never fun Caden, you're 113 pounder you're sitting next to two kind of heavier weights do you think you could take them if you had to wrestle Mateo and Brennan, <laughs> have you wrestled them in the past? Officially or unofficially? <laughs> I want to say yes, but obviously that's a joke. <laughs> they would pound me into the mat. Would but you try to use your quickness? and? Escape I would try, but okay. I know they're pretty quick too, so they'd catch on pretty quick. Okay. Mateo, do you think you could handle Caden at all if you were mess- matched up against him? Yeah, I mean... It'd be the hardest thing would probably to not hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> Go easy on him. <laughs> Rob, uh, we've got, you know, three of your, your top senior wrestlers here and, and Mateo Casillas, Caden Hatton, and, and Brennan Hauser. Just kind of evaluate what their strengths are on the mat and, and also who are some other key key contributors in your lineup as well this winter. 
Well, we're pretty upper class heavy. So, you know, I, I knew going in, we'd, we'd have a real good team, you know, when juniors and seniors are the mainstay of your lineup and they've been doing this a while, you know, you can pretty much count on, um, pretty consistent performance. And so, um, yeah, these are all our, our three returning state placers. We do have two more, um, that qualified last year and, uh, Heinold and Pollock. Um, Pollock, I believe is currently, um, ranked second in the state and Heinold is, uh, probably honorable mention i originally had him down as a 20 pounder because that's what he told me at the beginning of the year <laughs> he's actually a 132 and he's had a little growth spurt and a little thicker than we thought but you know um you know i guess going top down camden harms is in his senior year and and he's trying to figure out you know how to uh, adapt to his new body you know he put on probably about 40 pounds from last year he was really a 220 putt last year wrestling heavyweight so he's uh he's still trying to figure some things out and figure out how to get you know, in proper heavyweight condition, if you would. Um, Colton uh, Crowley at our 220, you know, another senior, um, someone who got hurt last year in the sectional, wanted to wrestle, and I told him, no, I mean, there's just no way. I didn't want him getting hurt any further and possibly not having him in the dual team part of it, which turned out in our favor. Mm -hmm. that it was yeah. a good thing. So, um, and then, you know, you, you know, up top is really probably our strongest part of the lineup. Mm -hmm. But we got a junior at 170. Um, we got a senior at 160, uh, um, you know, Hillard is at 70 and, and Demos at, at 60. And then we got a couple juniors who are, are back and forth now in WrestleOffs. Uh, Huey won um, in the original WrestleOff, and then last night uh, Decker won. So they've traded. But both of them are juniors, um, 45 of Pollock, like I said. And um, Donnie Lewis is our 38-pounder. Our he certified on Tuesday, so another junior who's – pretty seasoned he was a match away from placing the state last year when he was at prairie central so um you know a nice a nice move in for us there and and you know helping out at our lineup um 32 like i said a returning state qualifier but a sophomore uh 26 a senior reese wilson who's you know pretty seasoned um you know looks really good in practice so we're hoping he you know he believes in himself a little bit more and and, and really starts to you know win out in his senior year um our two freshmen are 106 and 120. So those those two are going to take some lumps in our lineup, and that's fine. Uh, they're both scrappers, and um, I'm excited to see them grow. The, you see that big jump once they get used to that varsity competition, um, and they're gonna they're gonna get in the thick of it here real quick as we go into these tournaments. And so I just feel like you know they're gonna they're gonna make some big strides and 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 really help us out in the end. Mateo, what's that like too? Because I mean, your coach just listed an entire lineup, and you know what I've found kind of puzzling, kind of troubling about wrestling in this area too. Sometimes is you don't get full lineups. A lot of area teams in our coverage area, there's forfeits up and down the lineup. What does that do for your guys' confidence, knowing when you go to these big tournaments, you've got everyone there at all the weight classes, and, and they can compete and, and contend for titles? Um, I think it's. Like you said, I mean, it definitely gives us a lot of confidence in knowing what we did last year. Uh, I think it gives us that much more confidence that if we continue on the path that we are and continue to keep making strides, that those goals are definitely are definitely attainable, mm -hmm. if not pushing farther and getting to that championship duel and getting that state title. Caden, what's the experience like walking into State Farm Center in mid-February for the IHSA state finals just take us into that environment what that what that was like for you last year and obviously I'm sure you have goals of of getting back there and, and doing even better this year yeah that was 
that was a that was really cool. I really enjoyed walking in there and was like, wow, I'm actually here. It was, <laughs> it was a big difference from sophomore year when we were where in Springfield, Springfield in, in the at summer. the IWCOA yeah. state. Yeah, it was huge walking into that State Farm Center. It was a big difference. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I know they I know they put a lot into that. That's a, that's a cool environment yeah, to be a part of right. for sure. Brendan, what is that atmosphere like at State Farm Center and how much do you want to get back there uh, this season? It, it's really cool because, I mean, I've been going to the state tournament for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And then, like, last year, actually, like, like wrestling there, mm-hmm. it, like, kind of felt surreal. But, uh, I mean, I really want to get back and I really want to do better than I did last year. Yeah. One more for uh, Rob as we kind of run low on time here, but um, you guys have a chance. Back to class, they can't just talk wrestling all day. <laughs> That's right. They are oh, student is... <laughs> I feel like every week we go just a little bit longer with our uh, yeah. our interviews, but uh, really appreciate the time. And you guys have a chance. Uh, I mentioned that upcoming Clinton dual match. Uh, you guys have a chance to make some history uh, with, with that match. If you guys were to win, that would be win number one thousand for the uh, program all time. Right, we're we're sit we're sitting four away right now. Um, we have five matches this weekend. We could actually have it happen at Bloomington, okay. Okay. but gotcha. uh, you know we'll celebrate it in our own gym, you know, in our mm-hmm. own crowd. So if we don't get win four of the five, and we let's say we win three, then we got to beat Clinton on Tuesday. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, we're right there, you know, a thousand wins. And there's you know, our program didn't start until 1967. A lot of the programs that have a thousand wins started, you know, back in the 30s and 40s when wrestling was in its infancy, I guess, in yeah. the state. Uh, so. You know, we feel pretty good about, you know, the win totals, win percentage, and, and so forth. So we're going to – I've invited back former wrestlers, coaches um, to that date, and hopefully we can have a, a little celebration uh, after it's all said and done. Well earned. No, that would be uh, – that would be a cool scene for sure. Uh, guys, that's about all the time we have. Uh, really appreciate it, uh, and best of luck this season as you guys move through. I know we're early on, but that's head coach Rob Ledden, Mateo Casillas, Caden Hatton, and Brennan Hauser joining us here on Extra Prep. We'll take a quick break and come back right after this. For an unprecedented seven years in a row, the News Gazette has been named the state's best newspaper. Nobody covers all the area communities like News Gazette, our county section. Adding a News Gazette subscription is easy. For less than $1 per day, no other media outlet gives you award-winning, in-depth coverage of local news and sports. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order a News Gazette print subscription today. Welcome back to Extra Prep. Another thank you to... Muhammad Seymour Wrestling, Head Coach Rob Ledden, Mateo Casillas, Caden Hatton, and Brendan Hauser taking some time with us here, getting them out of class on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon as we record this. And uh, Mateo and Brendan, both football players, uh, had a lot of success for, for John Adkins' Muhammad Seymour football team this fall, Matt. They, they didn't quite make it to the uh, state championship game. I see game. where you're going with this. They would have played at Memorial Stadium, and they, they had a great chance. They finished 11-1, uh, and one, but uh, they would have played at Memorial Stadium. Uh, if they make it uh, next year, they'll play at Hancock Stadium at Illinois State University. Just came out yesterday as we record this that 
Uh, Illinois State will host the IHSA football state title games for the next five years. Yeah, starting in 2023, runs through 2027, and uh, <clears throat> really wasn't too much of a surprise when, when that news came out. I know we've talked about it here on, on previous episodes of the podcast, but uh, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Illinois State has got a, a renovated facility over there in Hancock Stadium. Uh, it's centrally located, even more so than uh, in Champaign, and uh, it just... It just fits, um, especially, too, because what the IHSA was looking for in, in their criteria for for posting uh, a bid for this event is, is they really wanted it to be in one single location for a, for a five-year window. And mm-hmm. I understand completely. They've had to alternate between Champaign and DeKalb since 2013, and, and that can be a little cumbersome you're dealing with two different entities you're dealing with two different cities you're dealing with two different facilities uh, and you're also dealing with the public confusion too of okay where's the state finals this year for football because yep. even you know i follow it pretty closely i feel uh even some years i'm like okay is it in champagne or is it in the calp this year i can't exactly remember um and I think, too, and Kyle Mike has had a great story on this in, in Thursday's News Gazette. He talked to several area high school coaches as well. And they all understand the, the reasoning of it. And sure, Memorial Stadium is uh, a great venue uh, here in the state of Illinois. But Hancock Stadium uh, seats a little more than 13,000. You're talking about what could be a heck of an atmosphere yep. for a state title game. And I feel... Again, you can't change what Memorial Stadium is. Its seat holds more than 60,000 people. It's one of the biggest venues for a football stadium in the state of Illinois. But state title games, sure, you've got the pomp and circumstances. You're playing in such an iconic venue in Champaign. But it just feels a little little hollow because mm-hmm. you go off of such a high the following week of a state semifinal game. Where the stands are absolutely packed, you know, you got three, four, five thousand people out at these games. Just a, a great time atmosphere, elect, electric atmosphere. Just the adrenaline just kind of courses through everyone's body. Yep. And then you go to Memorial Stadium, and you can still have five, six, seven, eight thousand people, but it's just so big that you just don't feel that way. And I think uh, at Hancock Stadium, you've got a great chance to to have what it feels like a high school football state title game should be. And uh, and I think that's what they're going to get uh, moving forward in the future. I think so. It's it's a great central location. Um, you know, Champaign's just 45 minutes away, but uh, Bloomington Normal, even a little more centrally located. Uh, you know, you got 74 and 55 running right through, so not hard to get to. And Illinois State, uh, you know, Redbird Arena, uh, tremendous host C-E-F-C-U of the CEFCU. Uh, oh, it is, it is not uh, Redbird C- anymore, Joe. It'd be CEFQ. There you go. They, they, Cef- they, not a bank. Better. They, they sold they, out. Yep, they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's new this year. Uh, <laughs> formerly Redbird Arena, um, great host of the IHSA girls basketball mm-hmm. state title. Uh, that's about a ten thousand seat arena, so it's kind of you know and volleyball you know, there as well. Volleyball, yeah, I, lest we forget. And um, one one thing to note before we move on with Hancock is that uh, in the next five years, you know, I, I know there's been some buzz. You know, Illinois State football, Illinois State, you know, athletic programs. They're they're only going up. I uh-huh. mean, they're you know so. Maybe down the line, if Illinois State does make that jump to the FBS level, you know, you're only going to get more more added on to Hancock Stadium from an amenities standpoint. I don't know if that's really genuinely being discussed, but uh, 
You never know. Yeah, I mean, Illinois State hosted the IHSA football state title games since its inception in, in 1974 through 1998, and they only uh, got out of hosting the state title games because Illinois State football, which was doormat for decades, uh, suddenly got good in the late <laughs> 90s, and they wanted the opportunity to host uh, playoff games and, and that makes total sense I don't know how this arrangement will work say if Illinois State football has a 10 and 1 season 10 and 2 and they want to host a first round playoff game and how that's going to work with the schedule makers because the IHSA is pretty set and cut and dry there for the Friday and Saturday uh, after Thanksgiving weekend is, is when the state title games are uh, but Illinois State seems to, to be a willing host and, and want to have the opportunity to do that and again I think it just goes back to the IHSA is all about creating experiences for the, the student-athletes, and, and sometimes that gets lost in the shuffle uh, when adults get involved and uh, other parties that aren't necessarily as intimately involved with the day-to-day operations of these high school programs. But just think if you're a 16, 17-, 18-year-old kid and you're you know riding the bus over to, to normal, whatever direction of the state you're coming from, and you know there's going to be nine, ten, eleven thousand people. Heck, maybe it's a sellout. I mean, just think how cool that would be just to play in that type of atmosphere and that environment. And uh, I think that's kind of what the IHSA is banking on is, is that really kind of helps bolster um, some attendance. And, and we'll see if uh, see if that is kind of the, the cure-all moving forward. By the way, it is where Muhammad Seymour won its state championship, as you mentioned, in 1977. Still the only football team in Champaign County who's, right. uh, who's claimed the IHSA's top honor. So, um, yeah, curious to see how this all pans out over the next five years. Should be a great fit, but it is basketball season. Um, and the road to Sefcu Arena and, uh, girls, and, and State Farm Center is, is on. The, the chase is on. A um, couple programs in our area worth noting as we wrap up this wrestling-centric uh, edition of Extra Prep, those being the, the St. Joseph Ogden girls, uh, or the St. Joseph Ogden boys, I should say, uh-huh. and the Tuscola girls, although the SJO girls team also has a lot of potential uh, down they the do. line. Yeah, yeah uh, St. Joseph Ogden won the Toyota of Danville Classic uh, at their home gymnasium uh, last Saturday night, beat Oakwood, uh, I believe 66-31, something like that. Uh, Ty Pence, Logan Smith just continue to get it done for, for the Spartans, and mm-hmm. uh, they're just beating up on, on area teams right now, and uh, I know they'll get tested later in, in December at the State Farm Holiday Classic over in Bloomington Normal. Uh, Tuscola girls had a big win on uh, on Monday night uh, at St. Thomas More uh, to run their record to, to 10-0. and 0. Uh, They're state-ranked in, in the latest AP uh, top 10 poll in, in Class 1A. Uh, Tim Kohlbecker's crew is, is just getting it done uh, on the court. You got a, a veteran lineup, too. Ella Boyer, a senior sharpshooter. Uh, basketball's not even her best sport. She's going to Illinois State to play softball. But uh, the Warriors are, are certainly uh, certainly faring well so far on, on the hardwood. And uh, I know Friday night, Joey, too, you've got uh, – you'll be on the call on, on yep. Facebook Live for a big boys basketball rivalry game in Champaign. Yeah, that'll be the Urbana Tigers and the Central Maroons. Looking forward to seeing that. Uh, two teams that have uh, kind of stumbled out of the gates a little bit, uh, but a good opportunity for, for you know each side to get things righted there. Uh, anytime it's uh, – you got a right street uh, rivalry, whether it's Urbana and uh, Centennial or, or Champaign, you know it's going to be close. And that should be a really good game. You know, you got uh, Chris Bush leading the way for the Maroons, a very talented player. Uh, and then for the Tigers, um, you got a couple of guys. Um, Malcolm Morris. Malcolm Morris, the, the name that comes to mind. Gideon Kapongo has mm-hmm. been there for 
what feels like forever now, and uh, he's he's a valuable part of their lineup. So now that Urbana is starting to play some teams from Illinois, you know, we'll see if they can. Uh, and I think Central's only played what twice. I think yeah. that uh, Pekin and last week. Peoria. Mm-hmm. So both on the road. Yep. So you got uh, two teams looking for their first win, uh, and I think it'll be a really good game. And uh, you know, two two well coached teams, Lacante Nix and Verdell Jones. You know, as I said, they've stumbled out of the gates, but. Uh, you get that win on Friday night. You get that crosstown uh, rivalry <laughs> win, and, and you never know where things might pick up from there. Yeah, you can, uh, folks can listen to that broadcast on the News Gazette Preps Sports Facebook page where uh, Joey will be doing an audio broadcast uh, on, on Facebook Live. So uh, that's where you can check it out. And uh, I think that about wraps it up for this week, Joey. I think so. We've yeah. covered a lot of ground. Um, I don't want to get pinned by any Muhammad Seymour wrestler, so we should probably leave. We probably should. Yeah. And they've got to, they, they definitely have the ability to do that they, they could take us uh that was mateo casillas caden hatton and brendan hauser on the program today head coach rob ledden joining us as well the bulldogs have a chance in their next couple of matches to reach a thousand wins all time so we'll see if they can wrap that up this weekend uh, or potentially next week against clinton but uh, for now that'll do it for this episode of extra prep along with news gazette sports editor matt daniels i'm joey wright Thanks for listening, and be sure to head to newsgazette.com for the latest news in sports in central Illinois. Thanks for listening.